I'm you little sleepy. Yeah. What about, hey. what about you, Jay? How are you? All right, listener, how are you? Good. Wow. wow. Sorry to hear that. Inappropriate to say. Door of the Explorer there. episode. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> we should do a new podcast. Can you tell me where to find over a podcast? There's Great. no gratification. Yeah. Where to find my happiness? That's true. Where Welcome, everybody, to Every Fan for Himself. I am Jaron Jolly. I'm Eli Webb. I'm Jason Kenny. Well, we're glad that you joined us. Uh, if this is your first time, then... Then go back to the beginning. I don't know why you yeah. want to start with this one. It's you, probably not a bad place to start. It's a pretty random know. episode to start on. Well, I don't know. Maybe they're interested. Nope. In stop. Stop listening and <laughs> go back. No, I think Whether this is your first time or not your first time, we're glad you're here. Um... Well, I, I say we just we get rolling with some good material here. Uh, let's get the news pop, and this week has been just rife with news, news. nerdy news. Yeah, send um, news, <laughs> send news, <laughs> send news, send word. Uh, Eli, what news from the Ritter Mark? I thought we should save mine because it's a little more exciting. Okay, do you want to save yours for last? That's, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, and we'll save you for a second last. I guess I'll go. <laughs> I have a whole bunch. Okay, dog. then yeah, Jay, Jason, maybe you always has a lot. Of, has oh wait, wait, wait! I have points. some news too. Oh. I do have some early news. Okay, so then we will start with you. Yeah, yeah. Go. Actually, let's start with Jared. I'll go right after you. Uh, it's my <laughs> show, so <laughs> I'm saying. No, you go, yeah, please. Okay, okay. Um, I actually got to look up a name really quick. Oh my gosh. Okay, I guess <laughs> I will. But I know the news. I will go. Um. The MCU, or Disney, is uh, in talks with Fox for the rights to, well, X-Men and Fantastic Four. Um, and that's obviously really, really huge. Um, and the, the talks are pretty serious because I think they said that Disney's been eyeing, or like the Marvel, Disney's Marvel, has been eyeing um, Marvel's or Fox's Marvel rights for a really long time, just like they were Perhaps. eyeing Spider-Man yeah, from yeah. Sony. Um, and so, I don't know. I, I think that's pretty significant, but do you think that would be a good thing or a bad thing? If sure. Disney got the Fox rights? Yeah, got X-Men. And I got, think it would be good. You think so? You can't. Uh, the thing is. We might get more. You can't say no to Disney. Yeah. I feel like they're this oppressive li- force. <laughs> Learn that from George like, Lucas. <laughs> there's like, it's kind of, Disney is honestly like the Walmart of entertainment. Like yeah. if Walmart wants uh, to have a product, Walmart's they will bully like straight up, they'll actually like bully the the product owners yeah. into oh, yeah. allowing them to do it. It's basically like we want to sell your product for super cheap here and take a lot of the margin. Oh, you don't want us to? Well, okay, we'll just make something similar and put you out of business. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Yeah, yeah. and so I feel like as Disney as is is such like you. Eventually, they will get you. Yeah, they will break you. They're the mafia. Um, cool. I don't know. I, I my thought on that is <laughs> like. I also, I shop at Walmart, just so uh, <laughs> I do. And we watch, I do love we watch sorry, Walmart. <laughs> Disney-produced movies. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. No, and I mean, the thought of that is cool. Like, wow, X-Men potentially in the same universe as the Avengers and stuff, just like in the comic yeah. books, but I feel I like... I hope it happens later, though. Like, let's get out of Infinity War. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like... Let's get to the next gen of, of Avengers. My thing is that... End of just... Infinity War 2. Like, right. Tony yeah. Stark, all beaten up, maybe loses a limb or something, like, crawling out of rubble mm-hmm. meets Charles Xavier. That's... I, <laughs> <laughs> we can throw that already. Yeah, I, I don't know. For me, it's just like, is it too? Is it going to be too bogged down? Is it just so you know saturated? What? It's already so bogged. Yeah, and I feel like it's been 
They, they do belong together. We've got so many X-Men movies. Are they going to keep making X-Men movies? <laughs> yeah. Like, if, if Disney buys them out, do you think they will keep making X-Men movies? I think that they would reinvent. Yeah. Absolutely. I think they would have to... It would be interesting, though, because I think they're going to have to have, like, a mourning period for Hugh Jackman. Yeah. <laughs> because you can't really recast Wolverine right yeah, after who, Hugh Jackman has owned that role. Yeah. I could see Tom Hardy being a good Wolverine. I cannot... See Tom Hardy being he's Wolverine. stout like Wolverine should be. I think that they should make a bunch of Fantastic Four movies. I agree. Yeah. They, well, they they have to make it. they have to make three to make up for the three. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Okay. Oh, but there's okay. that. Um, here's some news. Brian Michael Bendis. Thank you. I knew it. I knew. I was it. gonna say this one. <laughs> It, I, that's why I had to yeah. kind of jump in there. Jason's that. usually our comic news guy, yeah. but I saw this, and this is a big deal. And I've got some comic news as well that I'm sure Jason oh, doesn't have either. Heck yeah. Okay, so After Brian Michael Bendis. Sorry, Jason. Yeah. He has historically been a Marvel writer. Mm-hmm. He's like Marvel's one of, He's like the godfather writer. of yeah. Marvel writers. Well, I guess Stanley is like the godfather. But right. Bendis is, is Mr. Marvel. He wrote yeah. Ultimate Spider-Man, New Avengers, House of M, Secret Invasion. Yeah. Like... Basically, the Marvel canon. That we know. You know, the modern loves of Marvel. And DC just signed mm-hmm. him to an exclusive deal. He, le- he left Marvel He's and defecting. went to DC. Yeah. yeah. But I'm stoked for that. I'm not, a, again, I've, I've said it before, I, I don't read a ton of comics, but it's just going to be cool to see sort of this integration of this guy who's got these Marvel kind of Goliaths. Yeah. To make something good with DC. Well, it's interesting because it's... He is, like we mentioned, he's kind of Marvel's go-to guy Mm -hmm. for the most part, like I would say, like these days. Mm -hmm. Um, He he created Miles Morales, the character. And Jessica Jones. Yeah. Um, Worked on Daredevil for a while. He's done a ton. He's done a ton of stuff. He also did the the new Civil War 2, which is garbage. Don't read it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He actually, like in most recent years, his comics have been pretty not cool. Um... (laughs) So like maybe he can get back on the horse with DC, uh, but I think it's just I think it's just really interesting. Like I've read a lot of his stuff that I think that I like. Um, I think he would do really well with like a street level hero. Um, I'm not be gonna because cool. he I, I liked what he did with Moon Knight. Like I I thought that was street cool. level hero. You mean like a Nightwing or like a yeah yeah exactly know, Red Hood or something. Basically yeah. like the Defenders, but in DC the, yeah yeah because yeah. 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 um, like I said like even though sometimes his stuff is kind of debated whether or not it's actually good and he makes some weird creative choices. Um, <laughs> he's he's influential. I think that influential, that, that kind of, the way that he can affect, uh, I guess, a universe that will obviously yeah, transition over to DC and I think he's probably going to have a pretty big effect. Yeah. Mm. Which yeah. is cool. Sorry, Jay. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um, well, now what? <laughs> well, I, got, I got some more comic news unless you got Jay's got same. You do? News. Okay, go. Um, Mara's getting her Dang own it, title. Jason, you stole ah. mine. Yeah, I had to jump in there because you guys keep taking my garbage. Uh, <laughs> Gosh. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, Mara gets her own title about time. She's dude. finally getting her own comic. She's yeah. so cool. And um, comes out February. It's probably, I think it's going to be written by uh, Brian McBride. No, <laughs> the same guy who's writing Aquaman right now. Yeah. Um, which is good too. It pick up Aquaman the Rebirth series. Hmm. It's, it's fun. Um, oh, all of those, uh, like all of the different series, are like are slowly merging into Dark Knight's Metal. So that's really cool. Nice. And Ooh. Batman Lost is like 
outselling literally everything. Um, it's doing really well right now. Nice. So. Wow. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. That's just a little bit. Of, what else you guys got? Well, that was me. <laughs> that's it for you? I think so. I mean, I, that's kind of what I had. I've got some more. Yeah. Um, so Marvel's coming out with X-Men Red, which hmm. is going to be a team of X-Men led by Phoenix. Oh, sweet. So that's going to be pretty cool. Jean Grey is going to lead um, an X-Men team. She cool. X-Men, question yeah. mark? X-Men. <laughs> I, I can't say X-Man because X-Man is an X-Men. <laughs> X-People. X-Person. X-Person. X-Lady. <laughs> um, Jay, give us your last little bit and then I'll, I'll end with our... I, I got one more. Um, one more before your last one? This is my last one. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And this kind of goes into, like, our other big news. Um, Star Wars is getting its own live-action TV show. That's right. It's going it's gonna to be on Disney's streaming service in 2019. Yeah, because yep, Disney's got a chokehold on all of us. Yeah. <laughs> nervous. I'm nervous. Uh, yeah. Y- yeah. I've heard, I honestly... I've heard good things about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I haven't been able to bring myself to watch it. Yeah. I've got one more news. Oh. But wait, before that, okay. I think that, that Disney, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is good. I, I think it's, for me, it's a little too campy. It feels a little too cheesy. Yeah. But um, I think I hope that they will take a page out of Netflix's book with the Defenders and that yeah. handling like... If it's something kind of a, like that in Star Wars, it's okay. Like yeah, oh yeah. Where it's a little Dude. more, it's tonally more maybe mature. I have or to darker. trust Disney. I they wish have we my life get, in their hands. Yeah. <laughs> a Knights of the Old Republic. <gasps> oh, that'd be so cool. That'd be so cool. That would be dope. Cool. I, yeah, awesome. if Star Wars, what do you, what do you think they would do? As far as content, I mean, they're gonna um, go old. Are they gonna go new? It should be old. It should be old Republic. Do you think it be... will be Jedi? Honestly, no. I like to make well, it. Easy, I think it'll we're gonna meet. Be like Rogue, like a Jedi. Two. I don't think it's gonna. But be it'll about be rare. Jedi. They might be yeah. talked about, or it might be like Rogue Two. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they might be like hinted at. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna revolve around Jedi. Or it's gonna be like, I don't know. It'll be some big reveal. Yeah. Finally, after you know all this stuff, but. Yeah. We'll see. I, I'm not as nervous about that as I am about previously we've talked about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. I'd say, okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm just excited for there to be Lord of the Rings in the mainstream again. Yeah. So there can be like more... Discussion. Yeah. Just more talk about it. More yeah. swag that comes out that I can buy. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think for us, it's never left the, to- oh, yeah. the table no, for no, no. discussion. People can start using yeah. the word swag again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What other news, Jay? Um... Injustice Fighter Pack 3 has been announced. Ooh. And I know you two haven't I heard haven't, about it. I haven't heard about it. Did it just come this out? This is new to it us. It came out last night. Or yesterday. Okay. This is new to us. Yeah, hit me. All right, okay, guys. wait, wait, wait. So, this is going to reveal the one we theorized about. Yep. The one we don't know. This wait, will have all of them. You guys, you guys are going to be shocked. Okay, wait, wait. So, there's Justice, one more guy or there's three guys you're announcing? Three guys were announcing. Okay, 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 okay. So, Injustice so far has released Sub-Zero. Mm-hmm. Sub Zero, Starfire, Starfire, Black Manta, Red Hood, Black Manta, Red, Red Hood, Hood, Raiden, Raiden, and Hellboy, and Hellboy. That's and the six. What about Adam? Oh, and that, Adam. That's that's part of Fighter Pack Three. Okay, okay. Oh, f- number three. Okay, we already saw a little bit so of him. Two, so we don't know. Two more, we don't know. So in Fighter Pack Three, there's the Adam. Yeah. Right. Enchantress. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah we figured. we talked about we, that. We, we saw that, that little half moon and. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Are you kidding? Oh my gosh, are you kidding? I'm not kidding, you guys. All of them? Yeah, all of them. You can be Leonardo. All of the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Crap. (laughs) What in heaven's name? Oh my gosh. That is. 
How nuts is that? I mean, I have a new favorite. I'm actually pretty excited. I'm really <laughs> excited. Wow. Oh my and like gosh. It, like, it's weird because it fits because it's like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles have merged with the DC Universe oh, yeah, so much. Ba- Batman they hung out with Batman yeah, a lot. Like, they got pizza together. <laughs> That's oh funny. Oh my gosh. Is that? I'm shook. I don't, say, I, I don't say shook, but I'm shook. <laughs> really cool. Holy cow. Oh man, it's I'm crazy. blown away. Yeah, I was too. I love it. I love it. TMNT. Did they do like a little video for them? Uh-huh. Do we have, have we seen any of their gameplay? Uh, no gameplay. Just okay. uh, the okay. you know, announcement the video. So it's all of them. So I'm assuming it'd be one character yeah. with like different skins. Yeah, like it, it yeah. starts off with. They uh, have to have different moves though. You can't do the same thing with a nunchuck because you can't with a bow staff. I'm ass- yeah. I'm assuming it's just different skins or something. Yeah, um, I don't know how that would work. But like in. The preview, like they were all out there. Oh, I mean, they changed the dialogue for some of the skins. Yeah, like they from, do. from Black Lightning to Raiden. That's different. like they've got Raiden. different voices, and actually, like so, he's got different like move sets and stuff. Yeah, so like, that'll that'll be it. it then. That'll yeah. be it'll be different tweaked moves. Definitely for the Ninja Turtles. Fun. Holy that's cow! Awesome, I've always been a Leonardo guy. Really? Yeah. I'm. Uh, Same. Yeah, yeah. Really? Everybody likes Leonardo, dude. He's I, got swords. I feel like they do. It's he's, every, got he's blue with the cool katanas. My, my thing, Le- Leonardo. Are you a Raphael? No, no, no. Wait. No, he's Michelangelo. Is he Michelangelo? Hundred percent. Look at him. Bow staff, guys. Oh, bon- Donatello. I'm Donatello. Oh, he's cool. Yeah. I guess. Jared yeah, Chews cool. is like. I like Donatello. He's I feel like Jared Chews is Donatello. <laughs> <laughs> he's that kind of. I'll not lie. <laughs> yeah. He's like, who is everyone's? Least, least favorite. <laughs> who's who's been overlooked? No, I think least. Who's favorite. the hardest one no, to get like, behind? I think least favorite is my second favorite. So. Yeah, I say no, cool. least favorite cool. is Raphael. Yeah, because he's, he's a so jerk. angry. Yeah. yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah, he's mean. Oh gosh, <laughs> Leonardo's so cool. He's like chill, but like <laughs> such a cool fighter. The leader of the crew. No, that's Raphael. He's the oh. leader of really? the bunch. You, you know, know him well. This is he's finally back. No, it's not to kick country. It's Donkey Kong sixty four. I thought it was Donkey Kong Dude. Country. No. They, all those characters aren't in Donkey Kong Country. The DK rap is in Donkey Kong 64. Oh, okay. You're right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. DK rap oh. is one of the oh. best songs ever written. Great. Should have won an Emmy. Should have won an Emmy. Not a Grammy. <laughs> Should have won an Academy Award. <laughs> all right, Eli. <laughs> send us Are home. Are there awards in gaming like that? Yeah. Like the like uh, best game song? Uh, oh, <laughs> maybe somewhere. I'm sure. Maybe is there like an IGN? No, they got like E3 or? and stuff. E3, like, is there E3 awards there? Like that? They, wow. do games okay. they do have awards. Yeah. The, okay, do Eli, awards. Eli, take us, please. All right, big, big, big news. Mm-hmm. I'm shook. <laughs> Second shook. <laughs> Disney has announced. Yeah. That Ryan Johnson, mm-hmm. director of Last Jedi, will be creating a new trilogy in yeah. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. He's creating a new trilogy, yeah. guys. He's going to be writing and directing the first one, kind of laying the groundwork, and then two other homies are going to get a chance to... Wait, is it for sure? He'll he'll for sure be the first. He's creating it and doing the first but one. But are we sure that he's not going to direct the they second one? They only said first. Okay. They honestly must really like what he's doing with Last yeah. Jedi. The they thing trust is, they him. Do. And he came to them with this idea for this new trilogy, and mm-hmm. they loved it. Can yeah. you imagine like being Ryan Johnson? First of all, getting to direct part of the biggest well the biggest the movie biggest franchise, franchise in history yeah. yeah and then being like i got this idea and going to pitch it to disney and then being like we like it well, well I, I read an interesting unreal i'm I genuinely very excited and about he this. wasn't bullied into it too. yeah no, yeah he, wasn't. he came to them yeah and i'm not i'm not doubtful about ryan johnson's 
ability to do this. Mm-hmm. I am very I'm stoked, very excited. My thing that I think, well, that, that I heard was like Ryan Johnson, why they like him so much is because he knows how to play well in the kind of Star Wars universe and do the things that execs like while still kind of reinventing and creating and, you know, reaching out where other directors like Josh Trank, who was going to direct the Han Solo film where he failed and Colin Trevorrow, why he got fired is because they wouldn't play by the rules, Mm -hmm. which is a hard thing to do. I imagine to balance, like how can I be creative and innovative while following like Kathleen Kennedy, the you know owner of Lucasfilm stuff, but he does it in my mind. When I hear this, I'm kind of imagining him in almost a new, like Christopher Nolan way, where Christopher Nolan, what he did for the Batman trilogy in, mm-hmm. you know, not that he has to reinvent Star Wars, but that it's going to be new and original yeah. and really kind of like create a brand for Ryan Johnson. I I'm, see I'm wondering, Nolan. so we have this Star Wars show announced, right? Where mm-hmm. we're thinking this would be cool, Old Republic, something maybe, maybe it's an early reckoning or development of Jedi and Sith. Shared universe. Maybe, is whatever what thinking, it is. I'm, I know, I hope it's not. Yeah. Um, I hope that there's a, a new vibe to it. Right. I, I, I feel like it would have to be something completely different because... Totally. I don't know. And it's tough to... You you can't really say Star Wars without saying Jedi and Sith. Yeah, you have to. And so I'm wondering... It's lore. Now that we've got even more Star Wars stuff that's going to come out, where... How do we reckon with all that? I don't know. I'm nervous just because I... I you I can't imagine, yeah. you know, where it could go, but I'm I'm also very excited because if Disney liked it this much and Ryan Johnson did this, what's so cool about it is it's a trilogy. It's not an anthology story. It's not a, a Star Wars yeah. story like Solo or Rogue One or well, if they're ever going to do that Boba Fett thing. <laughs> <laughs> Probably shouldn't. Yeah, I, 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 I hope not. I just trust Ryan Johnson so much. I have complete trust in that guy. I'll, tr- I'll trust him completely after I see Last Jedi. Totally. See, but I've seen I've seen at least two of his I've seen movies. trailers and I <laughs> No, I've seen two of his movies and I just love yeah. what he does. I've seen Looper. There's plenty of time You've to seen make Looper? A... Yeah. Looper and Brick. I didn't see the Brothers Bloom. Oh There's... I have seen I've seen two of his movies. I'm still nervous. There's plenty of time <laughs> to make a bad movie. Yeah. And you could start M. Last Night. Jedi off with M. Night that, made horrible movies. Yeah. And I mean, great movies. I, I guess. I love how much we talk about M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like it's an unpopular opinion. Like, when I bring up how much I like M. Night Shyamalan's movies, my brother looks at me like I'm a psychopath. Really? Well, he's the psychopath. Yeah, M. Night's M. Night Shyamalan's an amazing director. I think he's, he's got enough innovative. under his belt to prove that he's good. Yeah, absolutely. Enough under his belt to prove that he's awful. Yeah. But <laughs> they can be. <laughs> the good outweighs the bad. He's um, the... He's, I don't know. But I'm I'm <laughs> thrilled to see what this new trilogy is. Yeah, me too. Beyond excited. Me yeah. too. Me too. Maybe it's going to focus on, like, an alien. What if we get... Because no. we're all human, you know? <laughs> we got to have some alien leads. Focus on an alien. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um... Any last thoughts on that? Guys? We gotta focus on those guys in the Senate meeting, the three-eyed guys oh. who, who like chanting like, hoo, hoo, like punching yeah. out <laughs> double fist. <laughs> I want a yeah. viceroy movie. I want a movie. Just a political oh. drama about them. Oh it's about all about trade. the Trade Federation. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's uh, basically like the, most the big b- short. Yeah, I, was gonna, I was just going to say, <laughs> it's the big short, but Star Wars. <laughs> it would be the absolute most boring movie ever created. Which is why it would be It's so like good. Wall Street Money Never Sleeps. Yeah, exactly. But You're saying all the movies so. that are coming to mind. You're just saying them before I say them. <laughs> oh, oh my, my God. That would be awesome. I would I would pay money. Economic intrigue, but with a Star Wars lens. Oh, man. <laughs> Ryan Johnson's like, guys, I got this idea. <laughs> I got this idea. We're going to bring Watto back. <laughs> yeah. 
the Wado is, Wado is the titular character yeah. of this trilogy. It's before just called be- Wado. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I'd oh, my it. gosh. Oh, man. Okay. Wado, money never sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> it's before he became a slave owner on Tatooine. His adventures across the galaxy, the outer rim. His adventures on gambling, on pod racing, and how he became the... <laughs> The money magnate he is. <laughs> and the multiple times he ran across Jedi who tried to trade yeah, his mind. It's just him not being fooled no, by Jedi. They won't. They won't. <laughs> Works the first time and then he learns his lesson. Hey, Real big arc. My money. Okay, <laughs> oh, Disney, if you're listening, do we have a story for you? We've got some hot ideas, we need, Disney. We got the hot We don't takes. need a Boba Fett spinoff. We need a Wado spinoff. You don't have to bully us into these ideas. Like We're <laughs> just going to give them to you. We'll I keep, just want to we'll see We'll keep pitching to you. Okay, we're going to do a, another episode, which is just Star Wars pitches. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would be good. Spinoffs, anthology movies. Let's yeah, do yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, today's um, fanfic could be about pod racing call it is not about pod racing it's not (laughs) (laughs) oh man um uh, it was so the the i guess content or whatever for today's episode i couldn't really find a fanfic about it so it's pretty broad yeah i just kind of picked a fanfic that i thought was funny that's all right yeah um it's a video game one and it's one we've never done before um it is called I, I I can't if I read the title it will give it away and if I read the author it'll give it away. I'll read the author at least. You got it. But it'll give it away. Don't give it away. Give give, give it away. Give it away. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Soon. Give us the last. Soon. Buy Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> what? Give us the last one. Just just give it at the end of. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll read it sure and then tell us. Yeah. Um. Okay. Is that Red Hot Chili Chapter Peppers? Chapter one. Is it? Is it? Isn't it, it is. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Is give it, it away now. I don't know my chili peppers, guys. Come on, where's your... I don't know my red hot. R-H. 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 California R-H. and can't stop. Like, that's it. Wow. You're fake. Okay. Assume Suck it. my kiss, too. Chaps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come on. California cash dream of... Okay, the more, the more I list... getting sued and sued. <laughs> the more I list, real. the more worried I am that I hope it's not actually a red hot chili peppers song. I hope they sue Hey, Jude. I used to think that the... Yellow. Santeria was by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, what? I, I did. I don't know why I did. That's, I, I don't know. It kind of feels SoCal vibes. <laughs> uh, it's not. It's by Train. Okay. Sublime and Chili Peppers are... Sublime. <laughs> kind of similar, I guess. Mm-hmm. Underneath a lime. Correct. That's what I was going for. Yeah, I got you. That's, yeah. that's funny. Thanks, dude. Can I read that's this funny, fanfic, guys? Oh, I'm oh. waiting for you, man. Oh, is that Don't what we're... let me start. <laughs> oh, are we recording? This is a Chapter podcast. one. The Where Big Dance. That doesn't give it... Oh, that's a chapter name. Thanks. (laughs) You're on the money today. I can tell. Chapter one, the big dance. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. We even started. Yeah. Uh Okay. It was three days before the big dance. Ridley walked... Are you Canadian? No, it's 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 just already... There's already grammatical issues. Spell how they spell big. B-A-I-G. Oh, big dance. (laughs) Ridley. So you're Canadian. <laughs> Wait, keep reading. Ridley walked up to Samus. He was really oh, great. nervous. Oh, great, cool. Okay, <laughs> He had never gone up to... He'd never gone on a date before, and Smouse was really, really pretty. So he got enough courage and went up to her locker. Uh, Samus? Samus looked up. What do you want? Uh, do you... Uh, do, do you want to go to the dance with me? Samus said, okay. Ridley was 
<laughs> oh, good. Ridley, <laughs> I was worried. Ridley was really, really happy. Is this a universe where, no. like, all the bad guys and, like, good guys go to high school together? Uh, I, okay, I'll just tell you. The name of the fanfic is Metroid High School. Oh, fuck. Doesn't he kill her family? <laughs> yes. He's a giant pterodactyl that kills her family. Yeah. Um, he was going on his first big date. Wow, Rig- Ridley thought Ridley. I hope Samus is my girlfriend. I'm the luckiest guy <laughs> in the dang school. Three days later, it was a it was the big dance. Everyone was there. Hey, Ridley, a voice sneered. Dang it, exclaimed Ridley. Oh no, it's Crade and his gang. Overwalked Crade and his cronies. What do you want, blubber brain? Samus inquisited? <laughs> I think they put a question mark. <laughs> well, well, well. Looks like little Ridley's got himself a girlfriend. Oh, Watch it, blubber brain, or I'll blow. Well, hang on. Watch it, blubber brain, or I'll blow you and your little crew way up in the air. Samus responded. Crade's eyes narrowed. Looks like you win this time. <laughs> what? Okay. He gave up so easily. I, know, I didn't even put up my fight. <laughs> Looks like you win this time, but don't you worry. We'll be back. Come on, boys. Crade declared. Everyone in Crade's gang laughed and walked away. Samus and Ridley were all alone. Don't mind those dang people, Samus. They're stupid people. Did it actually say dang? No. I'm oh, not okay. okay. Family podcast. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> Don't mind those dang people. Family <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know, answered Samus. Then the music started playing really slow. People everywhere started slow dancing. Hey, um, Samus, do you want to dance? Ridley proposed. Samus looked down. I never learned how to dance before, she declared. Ridley smiled. Don't worry, it's easy. Samus smiled nervously. Okay, and they started to dance. Wow. Samus alleged? Wow. <laughs> they use alleged. Wow. It's really easy, and they danced until it was time to go home. At the end of the night, Samus and Ridley were walking home. Uh, Samus? I love you, Ridley declared. Well, really? inquired Samus? They're just question marks. They put after Samus instead of Ridley. Inquired Samus? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Ridley? Yeah, Samus? I love you too, Samus (laughs) described. Samus alleged that she loved Ridley. (laughs) (laughs) Then (laughs) described. And then in the soft moonlight, the two lovers kissed. But it was cut short because E. Samus had to go home. How do. Yep. A human female. And he kissed that pterodactyl. And a pterodactyl kiss. Right at the tip of his beak. <laughs> just, just, yeah. Samus, or Ridley must just scoop Samus up and give a little peck. That's kind of cute, I guess. See you tomorrow, Samus, Ridley exclaimed. Dang, thought Ridley. I'm the luckiest guy in the world. <laughs> Dang. He's the luckiest guy in the world. Oh, didn't like that. <laughs> what? I like that. I, I could... I did like it. I just... I could see I how felt bad. someone would like it. <laughs> I don't actually like. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. If I don't know. You're out there and you like it. Tell hey, us. wait, what's that one called? Who's the author? It's called Metroid High School. Okay. And author is one 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 Samus Ridley Forever two thousand six dash Chan. <laughs> That's so stupid. Wow. I'm gonna make wow. a fan fiction called Metroid Station. And she forms a band that's just really bad. <laughs> um, Metro- that's chapter one, though. Metro Station. I wonder, like... Yeah, it's chapter... I think there's only, like, two or three chapters. Oh, okay. So no. that, it doesn't okay. get too Well, they're in that. love. Happy well, for them. Yeah, all right. Okay, well... <laughs> that was unfortunate. 
That was unfortunate. Dang. Well, let's get into the sewed. Let's do it. I, I um, say, so. I would say so. I would say so. I would say sewed. And someone might say pop. You know, if so. I knew that that was going to lead into a pun, <laughs> I wouldn't have said it. <laughs> True. Um, Here's a question. Yeah. Do you prefer soda or pop? Okay. I don't think soda. We are you are you stupid? <laughs> Wait, wait, as Who's in the drink. Oh, I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even the words. Like, no, I did. It's, it's just ended up. There's no difference there. in the drink, soda, or pop. Coke the soda and Coke the pop. <laughs> Two different lines. Northwest has something different from Atlanta. None of this is making sense to me. Yeah, you, the sentence you just said was so... All north and south to Atlanta. No, that's what I'm saying. Geographically, people say soda yeah, and pop. I don't understand. Oh, what you're oh, oh, north, and south, Coke. and then Atlanta. That just threw in me Atlanta, out. they just say Coke. <laughs> like for all soda. Yeah. For all soda. Yeah. yeah. That's. I mean, it's the it's the Coca Cola capital. Okay. So, that's where it's from. Okay. We're up to speed. There you go. That's Every, that. You know what's delicious? Root beer. I'll tell root you what. Root beer is the best. Fun fact: Barks root beer has been around since 1898. Really? It's the second oldest commercial root beer in the States behind Hires root beer. It's yeah. almost so as let's as be honest, who's doing better? Yeah. It's almost and so as if you've said that line many times. It's almost as though I'm doing a school project right now for <laughs> Barks. But that would be absurd. And since this is a, a Not like uh, being sponsored Barks, by Barks episode, this is a root beer episode, <laughs> um, if you couldn't tell by the fanfic... <laughs> Everything is coming together. <laughs> this is a Barks so If you didn't guess, it was Barks by our fanfic. <laughs> uh... But the real content of the episode, uh-huh. which you probably wouldn't have guessed, <laughs> today <laughs> we are actually talking about music. We're talking about in specific film scores and uh, film music. Barks and is less of a stretch. <laughs> and less of a stretch <laughs> is Barks music. <laughs> Does Barks have a song? theme song? You know what? We're going to write one. That's next episode. Actually, if you listeners out there, if you want to write us like a Barks jingle, a jingle. Could... we'll play it on the show. I mean, if it's good. <laughs> you can incorporate a dog's bark. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would do something with that. If, anyway. Uh, <laughs> but I'm, really, I'm running with ideas. Yeah, hang on. I'm, I'm inspired. Woo. We're going to have to cancel this really quick. We'll come, <laughs> come back on. after we've written. Okay, we're back. We're we've back. Just we've written, written, we just wrote a, an epic saga <laughs> of barks. Um, but I have thought for a good long while this week about some of my favorite film scores and uh, some of the best film scores and I'm excited to get into this with you guys. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Means a lot. Oh, cool. Owen Wilson. Wow. Oh, wow. Music. Wow. Wow. Scores. <laughs> scores of scores. Um, we should interview Owen Wilson. I want to know what kind of music he would make if he could make music. Yeah. <laughs> As if he's like barred from Do making music. you think anyone music? has asked him what music he cares about? I bet Don't he would make, make reggae for some reason. That's um, wrong. No, I could see so. I could see him liking ska. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, at <laughs> most, at most. In that yeah, I could see ska. Owen Wilson with a bowling shirt on but listening no, to I, ska. I don't, I don't know about, <laughs> I don't know, I don't even know about ska. I could see him being like a, just a classic kind of guy. I, like, I bet he likes the police a lot. Yeah. You know, Owen likes the police for sure. Owen, if you're listening, reach out. And let us know if you like the police. Your top, kind of music your top you like. five police songs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go through it. Um, do 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 da da da. It's Owen's favorite. <laughs> I, but I want to get into this, guys. Yeah, we got it. Um, can you, can you, can you please tell me? <laughs> uh, what what? Let's just start off with what you guys have kind of deemed the best film scores of all time. Um, and, I mean, obviously getting in, before we dive into everything, 
yes, this is going to be a very John Williams heavy episode <laughs> because it can't not be. Yeah, it's true. But um, he is the greatest m- film score of all time. <laughs> he is. He is. So it's true. It's, it's undeniable. We're going to talk about composers, but like, yeah, John Williams is. Yeah, he made everything. He is. He's, he's looming over this whole. Like he really is. All of like the film, like classic movie songs that you know were probably done by yeah. John Williams. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. He had some sort of influence in it. Yeah. So best best film scores. I'm gonna say Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to start? Let's, let's start with well, Eli. How many do you have? Well, I mean, I wanted to touch forms? on some. I'm just because, especially we're nerds, yeah. and so I mean. There are some scores that are outside of nerd dumb that are good, but we we might mention one or two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, and and that's okay. Um, yeah. Because maybe this is just episode four music nerds in general. Totally, um, nerds can mean different things. But but let's <laughs> but let's talk about We're very inclusive. In my opinion, the greatest score, I guess, because of outside of Star Wars. No, the greatest score is Star Wars. Okay, and, good. And all, I was, yeah, I was gonna say, are you thinking of no? <laughs> and I'll feel score dumb mm-hmm. whatever <laughs> star wars i would say just has to be the best not mm-hmm. only because there's six episodes of it there's so much content seven. Oh, thank you gosh uh seven <laughs> episodes of it now I'm still yeah. if you count that new one <laughs> we don't <laughs> no, of course we do um <laughs> actually like one of the best <laughs> 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 it's sensational um but it's aside from the massive amount of content that's been written for it it is actually just some of the best like melodies and tunes yeah, and yeah. just the catchiest i want to point out um john williams he he does more than even we realize i'm <laughs> this is a very specific very narrow fandom i'm a huge fiddler on the roof fan <laughs> that was john williams guys what John Williams helped write the score. He's the fiddler. First fiddler on the Jewish blood. I can't believe it. Probably. Hey, Mike. (laughs) It's not a Jewish name. (laughs) And John Williams. John Goldberg. (laughs) (laughs) Careful. Um, But, I mean, he's... Just listen to Fiddler on the Roof, you guys. Yeah. It's amazing. So, he's the most prolific composer of our era. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel pretty comfortable saying that. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, I think if most people who who probably couldn't name a second film composer yeah. could they know every, I think everyone knows who John Williams yeah, is. Yeah, for some there's something household mythical name. about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where somehow like he broke out of yeah. composer obscurity. Yeah. Where I, I mean and I d- I do think and we'll, we'll mention we can maybe run back to it cuz we're actually talking about scores instead of composers. Mm-hmm. But Hans Zimmer has actually made a name for himself. Absolutely. Totally. I would say he's probably the second best well-known. Yeah. Between the Batman movies, mm-hmm. but mostly from those, actually, I would mm-hmm. say, because people started just all of Chris Nolan's movies, but yeah, really. <laughs> literally, but Gladiator and uh, yeah, something else like Gladiator, <laughs> like Steel, Gladiator. something like Patriot, or yeah, it's not. I don't know what Patriot. I I always kind of lump those. Things. I don't know why Gladiator, Patriot, Braveheart, Braveheart. Yeah. always yeah. <laughs> same <laughs> family go together for me. I don't know why, yeah. but you know, uh, Epic I was talking to Jeremy. Movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I was talking to uh, Jaron about this earlier because I couldn't get it. I couldn't keep it in. Um, it is amazing <laughs> to me that a movie like Star Wars, you know, they didn't know that they were going to keep making movies. They it's had true. no idea what it, it was, was going to be a become. success. Yeah. Like they were just making Star Wars. Like yeah, that was yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they made such an incredible score, like 
where every song is iconic. Like, everybody knows every song in Star Wars, it's pretty true. much. Absolutely. Like, it's the true. fact that they could make that for one movie that wow. they didn't know yeah. was going to be a success, mm-hmm. that is really crazy. I feel like yeah. most of the major You're themes, right. like the Imperial March, you know, the main oh, credits. Crawl, Imperial March is like from the first movie. Yeah, college campuses yeah. <laughs> across the nation. Yeah. Bans the world over. Yeah. Um, it's but, like, that's the that's the theme of evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and here's the interesting, interesting thing I feel about Star Wars is... Um, they didn't, as far as scores go, they didn't have a lot. John Williams didn't have a lot to go off of. I mean, you think of the sci-fi movies before then from the 50s and 60s, and you had a, like the day the earth stood still, some of the stuff like that. And it's really like, <laughs> kind of cheesy, yeah. one guy on a keyboard. And who would have thought, let's bring a gigantic orchestra mm-hmm. and make it for this weird sci-fi yeah. fantasy thing. Yeah. You know, it's like probably back then you wouldn't lump that together. <clears throat> and yet yeah. the marriage of that is like... I wonder how much of a hand George Lucas had in that. I wonder how much he said, look, like, I want to make this, you know, it's interesting. I know, I know that, that George Lucas has had a little bit of a fall from grace. Honestly, he wanted, he he Mm -hmm. wanted the Star Wars films to go in a different direction. He had a big hand in Crystal Skull. (laughs) So yeah, yeah. rough. I think he wrote, you know, I mean, he didn't, he didn't like a lot of episode seven because he didn't like that. They used puppets. He didn't yeah. like that they were using a lot of these prostheses and puppets because he he thought if we have the technology, let's use the technology. That's why we have Jar Jar. Oh, and yeah. also that's why the the remastered versions yeah. of four, five, and six are they have, they have so many unnecessary CGI that everyone I think pretty <clears throat> in the majority is very upset. Yeah, with. I don't think George. I don't you think didn't have to do Jedi rocks. No, <laughs> but you, you like, also, honestly you shouldn't have done. Also, it. it's a national treasure. And also, <laughs> you got rid of the Ewok song. The Ewok yeah. <laughs> song was so good. Yeah, I know it's 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 so it's it's a little interesting, but um, no one can question George's vision yeah. and genius. He he is the creator of the greatest film franchise in history. The biggest and franchise. nothing. I don't think anything could ever touch it. <gasps> Truly, well, I'm gonna say that. I don't think, think any. I don't think any franchise. At could this touch point, it. they're ready to keep going for ten more years. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess as far as like breadth and width and yeah. everything, yes. And it's this. I mean, it's you know. I mean, uh, are you ta- are you thinking of Marvel? No. Oh. Well. I mean, I mean, yes. I would say in in because that's the size, hardly. I mean, that's different. But I mean, as far as like trilogies go, I would, I would say Lord of the Rings is right up there, if not yeah, there. I I think for different reasons. I think they're they're diff- they kind of own different sectors. Right. right. Because Lord of the Rings until recently was kind of the winningest thing at the Oscars. Return of the King. Yeah. Um, I think La La Land actually just beat it. Really. I think so. Um. Wow, that's oh wow! Good we heaven. just got a got an alert there. <laughs> that's all good. Um, but uh, so they're, they're just kind of in that sector. But Star Wars is the most successful. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. Um, but I mean, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. I mean, now we're talking too much about Star Wars, Star Wars and George but, Lucas. But, instead but, but of as that. far as but me, I wonder, I do wonder what George had in consulting with John Williams and saying, yeah. "Let's make this a little more mm-hmm. grandiose, a little more epic." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think is obviously John Williams' signature is just. He just gets feeling and and yeah. he, he's so he's ex- I'm so he's, yeah. he's got hooks, yeah, man. He I, I imagine like right. on his whatever Pro Tools like data, database <laughs> of he must have a million hooks. Just like I could use this for this, use yeah. this for this. Yeah. I know. You wonder. I wonder what has been unpublished. Oh, I mean, obviously, With all annals and volumes of things. Yeah, but but like Matt, like hits that could be hits. Yeah, like what. Was John Williams on the fence about 
something that would have yeah. ended up being Luke's theme or the yeah. Imperial March? Because you can't imagine Luke's theme. anything. Oh, Luke's, oh. Luke's theme is, is so my favorite. It's my favorite. Oh, my theme. Yeah. It's my favorite. I can't. I can't really looking at that sunset. Oh my gosh, that's my wife's favorite too. Yeah. She, that's yeah. that's for sure her favorite. But I just listened this week to a a classical guitar medley of Star Wars oh, yeah. songs, and it was <laughs> just beautiful. It was uh, absolutely amazing. Yeah. And. I don't know how you want to organize this. Do you want to talk about individual pieces later, or yeah, should we bring those? Uh, we'll, up now? We'll, we'll kind of okay. come full circle and come into specific I have themes later. But as far as best themes, I mean, we've Star got Wars. Star Wars. I'd say is number one. Yeah, and I think the rest of that is hard to categorize, but I think a clear front runner is always yeah. Star Wars. And keep in mind, like this is coming from like a group of nerds, and so it's like, yeah, this is like our opinion based on like nerddom yeah you know it yeah. may not be the best but to us it's the best yeah, yeah. and <laughs> truly though I, I i do think there is a, a level of objectivity to this i sure. can't there absolutely are, I, even outside of nerddom mm -hmm. i think john williams's name is the name yeah. for for film composition for scores yeah. yeah okay yeah uh well, well let's dive into what i would say <laughs> in my opinion is the second best film score mm overarching for for the amount of themes and for the catchiness and for the emotional or the emotion lord of the rings uh, that's what i was gonna say yeah, yeah. Awesome. howard shore's work on lord of the rings and this is one of those weird things where howard shore is not a household name mm -mm. and you ask most people be. who no, he's my household yeah, yeah honestly, <laughs> who composed guy. the square for lord of the rings and they probably wouldn't they probably couldn't tell you i feel like people they would do throw out a wild guess and try and say john, john williams, williams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but howard shore is again we have to give him credit because Lord of the Rings has some amazing work. The, the, some of the most, I would say, beautiful. On, yeah, on songs alone, if you could, you could listen to those songs, and it would make me almost like tear up and cry. I, whereas I get a little more, I don't know. There's from, mm, it's hard to say. I get a little more hyped with some Lord of the Rings mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, like when you have that dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Yeah, the theme of I'm the fellowship. Like, I want to ride on the back of a horse yeah. and just I want to jump some in to, Yes, jump into the crowd of Urukai like yeah. Aragorn does in Helm's Deep. Yeah, and just oh yeah, wreck them. And yeah. like that, my favorite theme is the like Rohan. Yeah. You oh know, my gosh. It, that like, it makes me like cry. cry. Almost. It, it, it's, it's, it's like it's weird how it's epic, but it's it also emotional. makes me like yeah, really emotional. I'll I'll say this. I, I'm not an, an overly emotional guy, especially when it comes to responding to to cinema or literature or anything like that. But and and this is this goes back to my history and my upbringing, my mm -hmm. childhood. There's so much behind it. The only movie I've ever cried in is Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Return, yeah. I cry in stupid movies. I cry so. in movies all the time, but but like emotional, like actual, close to sobbing. Like I was sobbing. continuous crying. Oh, Lord okay. of the Rings. Return Continu of the King. And I've watched I've watched Lord of the Rings my whole life and didn't. And then I think it was. Honestly, this is going to sound weird. I think after I got married, like my wife melted the ice around my heart a little sure. bit. I'm kind of more open to a wider range of emotions. <laughs> of emotions. And, and, more easily. and seeing Return of the King after I was yeah. married, I truly, it was like a weeping. Yeah. It was like, couldn't totally. catch my breath like an idiot. That's funny. Yeah. And, yeah. Even, and it's funny because even the thought of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It makes you. It gives you goosebumps. It makes you like crap. Okay, bring yeah. it together. Yeah, totally. But, but and, I get and chills just reading quotes. Yeah. Lar <laughs> large, uh, in large um, part to to the score to yeah. to, to the themes of the hobbits. Yeah. Oh, and their to, bad guy theme. Too. Oh my gosh! Dun, 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 yeah, dun. So and then a huge boom, boom. Yeah. The drums of that. Howard Short, guys. Captured. Just so you know, this is going to be a lot of the episode. It's going to be a singing. Making <laughs> yeah, noise. yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to say that. It's going to be. Oh, that's Rohan, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that yeah. is Rohan. Oh my gosh. And, and Theoden's Ride. Oh, 
on the Pelennor oh, Fields. So that's cool. that's when my that's when I cry. And that because that you know the 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 high choral voices, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't know if that one's high choral. But you know the or what am I thinking of when someone's writing, and it's like. Yeah. It might be Gandalf coming up to meet the Witch King. That's it. I think that might Gandalf. be Gandalf. Oh no, it's it's when they're fighting in the in the the Battle of Black Gate and when they finally throw the ring in the fire and Pippin starts or Mary starts crying or something because mm-hmm. the volcano blows up. Uh, I can't I'm now I can't picture I'm having too many songs go through my head now. Yeah. Um, but but you know anyway. what makes me cry? What? Um when Sam gives the speech of like what are we fighting for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they're still good in the world. Totally. It makes yeah. me cry every time. Oh yeah. I cry whenever I think something is really cool or <laughs> yeah. epic. Yeah. yeah. And so like I cry during really just yeah. dumb <laughs> No, that's amazing. I, I cry at Thaden's his his yeah. Right now, that speech. Yeah, that is emotional. Clanking the sh- the spears, because it's there's so much behind. It. It's the triumph of men, these imperfect yeah. men who have struggled. Mm-hmm. The elves aren't there, you know. It really is like the last stand of men. Yeah. I'm getting chills honestly talking about yeah. it. It means so much to me. Man versus evil in, yeah. in the purest battle. Yeah, ever. and and just his speech, and he had a full coming around. You know, he was pretty lame at some point. He was honestly, I, I love pretty proud. His, I mean, unrelated, but his character arc, yeah, one of my favorites. We're of getting all time. like we're getting anyway, honestly all these different things of, <laughs> but it's so influenced by it the is. music. Well, you know, and that's the thing is overarching. Howard Shore was able to capture so much emotion while still staying in the ballpark of big orchestra music. Yeah. The way he was able to capture intimate moments yeah. of hobbits oh, and, and Gollum was so Gollum appropriate song, to each beautiful. person. Gollum's song is heartbreaking. Yes, yeah. and concerning hobbits yeah. is such a great yeah. song. Yeah, I, it makes it, me so happy when I hear it. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. It's so like plucky. Yeah, it really does give you a total vibe of the Shire. Well, I would this... say the most famous, oh. the most famous song in Lord of the Rings has to be the Hobbits. Yeah, has to be. And that was I played that on the recorder. I did too. I learned that. But but his ability to capture emotion. In just three films, on through so many themes, again through these like hits, and, and I don't know mm. any word because th- I feel like that's almost an understatement or like <laughs> yeah. an inappropriate word to use for the. But the themes, the or melodies, masterpieces. Yeah, <laughs> but it's those individual, just thirty-second hooks. Yeah. that cause such an emotion. Yeah, sure. it is, and I think we we are a little bit right to go off and talk about these emotional moments because it's so tied to the music. It is, it is. There really is, you have to capture that essence because doing it wrong can absolutely ruin a moment that yeah. could have been so powerful. Because oh, yeah. sometimes the dialogue is right and the characters are right and the acting is right, but a music might set it off, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? And and so I think the music supplements this sort of welling inside of you. That's sort of what I can think of when I think of Theoden's speech. Yeah. There's this buildup. That mm-hmm. the music totally assists. Music a lot of times can clue you in on how to feel. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It does. And there, it's a total assistant. Because you can watch am two I supposed separate... to feel watching this? Am I, am I afraid? Am I apprehensive? Is this going to yeah. go well? Is this going to go And it almost doesn't matter what the visuals are in some yeah. cases. It's like you can take a beautiful mm-hmm. scene and make it creepy. Or you can take kind of a creepy scene and be like, oh, how sweet. Yeah. With music. Yeah. It's yeah. true. And, and an innocence. And, and I mean, horror does this a lot. Yeah. I want to talk about horror in a little bit. There's There is a... a you can tell when you're going to get scared yeah, sometimes. Yeah. And I love when horror movies don't do it, when I can get really surprised Yeah, when there isn't a music lead up. But it totally it's varies. Cool. It like, is. Music really does tell you how to feel in an instant. Like yeah. you instantly like feel something the second the mo- 
for example, like trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Which one is really interesting. There, yeah. There's a lot we could talk about trailers and the evolution mm-hmm. of trailer yeah. music. Like there's one Man of Steel trailer where um, he gives like he says something like, "Oh, they will stumble, they'll fall, but one day they will join you in the sun." And then like Superman's theme is playing in the background, mm-hmm. and it's just like a couple of seconds, but like I feel it. Oh, you yeah. you know you well up absolutely yeah. 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 Lord of the Rings, I'll say it's second best. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can't... I'm not afraid to say that. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything... I think some people would argue, though. I, I would argue against them and probably win, but I think some people would argue Harry Potter. But but I would argue heavily against that, as is when you think of Harry Potter, you only think really one song. Yeah. Or no, I was going to say... Okay, so two songs. What are you thinking? I was thinking... That's awesome. It might be part of like long one long song, but that's John Williams also. That is John Williams. Yeah. He is such... And like, what I'll say about Harry Potter is like, the music in it is so appropriate. It's so good. Like you listen to it and it's so magical. It's fantasy, but it's not. It's a lot of that Howard Shore fantasy. All of a sudden you're just floating. As yeah, you're yeah. listening These to it, you're just that make you, yeah. yeah, and this, I think some of it is actually played on an harmonica, which All is, the it's wow, these, wow, wow, yeah, wow. it's, so it's, it's uh-huh. this rotating, um, glass. Yeah. So it's this big old cork, mm-hmm. um, with a, with a gradient thickness and they're crystal bowls <laughs> situated around this cork. I'm not doing a good job, but then it's basically, you know how, when you wet your finger around a glass Wine of glass, glass. yeah. This is the same thing, but they're all lined up, and you wet your fingers, and yeah. you play it a little bit like a piano. In Go- there YouTube, it's very cool. Yeah, YouTube harmonica. Uh, Benjamin Franklin actually played the harmonica. Oh, cool. And that, mm-hmm. But there's this ethereal, magical element to it um, that I think gets touched. And, but all these little, you know, with the violins going. And it's interesting because I think... The triangle even. genius. Yeah, I think the sound effects that a lot of the spells and a lot of the magical things in Harry Potter create almost in them in, in a way lend themselves to the mm. way the music sounds and the way it goes it's kind of the whoosh, mm-hmm. you know like yeah. the sounds make tinkling and it sounds like someone the orchestra almost sounds like yeah. it's casting spells yeah. you know but here's yeah. the thing is the difference of because Harry Potter's fantasy Lord of the Rings is fantasy and yet those yeah. are hugely different mm-hmm. W- mm-hmm. ways to evoke motion where it's more epic and mm-hmm. this one's more emotion and you know driven by angst and teenagers and th- and how they play with that while yeah. still being well, classic I don't, I don't know if I... It's more whimsical. It's whimsic. Yeah, it's more of a yeah. whimsical yeah. magic. It's, it's definitely more of a yeah. wizard's... Yeah, exactly. Like, wand wizard saying spells right. not, magic. Not like a orcs a, and yeah. a... Uh, it's not high fantasy. Yeah. Which I think is fantasy. High fantasy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, totally. No, Harry Potter has some has some great Amazing. music. Yeah. Um, but I do think it, it sort of pales next to Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. It does. Lord of the Rings... I, I won't ever equate it with stars, but I do say it holds its own mm-hmm. as something that can absolutely stand out with its music. It does, yeah. It, it, it's it's the most I don't know, like like evocative yeah. of imagery and emotion. You know, and we talked about Hans Zimmer, and he is in such a different realm. He There's is. nothing close with his. Alt- yeah. I'll use Batman because it's a nerdy example. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, his. It's a lot of. It's intense. That's it's the word. Intense. It's dark, and it's it's dark. heavy. Yeah, and. And good action still definitely build up. He's mm-hmm. good at that, at, yeah. a, at a sort of building with his high pitch going throughout Whoa. his things, yeah, you know. Drops. He's very bass heavy. Mm-hmm. And you know, I but was, he did such a good job on yeah. the Batman movies. Oh, he did amazing! Like those yeah. those heavy basses. Yeah, so no. cool. It's uh, like heavy. I think it's heavy French horns and tubas. He does a lot of brass. Mm-hmm. It's like that builds up. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. I was thinking about kind of 
why we would consider Star Wars and Lord of the Rings um, kind of the best as far as musical score goes, because there's a lot of great stuff, mm-hmm. like a lot of iconic sounds. Um, but for a lot of movies with iconic music, it's only the one song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, you've got things like Mission Impossible. We all know the Mission Impossible right. song. Yeah. Um, Halloween. We know that song. Yeah. Jaws. The dunna dunna yeah. dunna dunna. Yeah. Like oh. This is all music that also like, John Williams, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> John Williams. Fun mm-hmm. fact: when he uh, when he showed uh, Spielberg the two notes for that, he thought he was joking. Spielberg yeah. thought John Williams was yeah, joking. It's genius. Yeah. yeah, it honestly is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and, and but like yeah. it, what I was saying is, it's like we all know those songs, but we know the one song from each movie, right? Which is yeah. which is what I want to kind of talk about. Yeah. get into is that the, the movies that maybe don't make the cut as far as best scores of all time across the board still have that main theme. Like, for example, the, the, the two that I wanted to bring up were Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that one, there's two there because you, you have the... And the... Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Right? And so that, again, and immediately you think of the T-Rex stomping in and saving everyone, right? Is that John Williams? It is, of course. And then the other one that comes to mind is Indiana Jones, which is also John Williams. Oh, yeah. Which is... See, you, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> John Williams. is so good. Yeah. There's, there's n- n- consistently no one as good as him. Yeah. 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 He is... Yeah. Oh, he's a master. Like, Hans Zimmer, whereas Hans Zimmer, I would say, is like a master of tone, John Williams is a master of, like, themes. I, I mean, there's... there's he there's, also did the parts of the Caribbean, right? John Williams. Yeah. Did he actually? He wrote just the theme. They, like, what John Williams... Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, oh, and he's, he's really good. <laughs> he did that for a lot of movies. He wrote the initial theme, and then they brought in other composers yeah. to fill it out. Oh my gosh! And Can you imagine? Yeah, just like if you have John Williams on your docket, then it's going to be a successful movie. You're not <laughs> always, not always though. He did the theme for Book Thief, and that was not a success. Did he? Uh, he did. Uh, he's done a few. I don't right. even know what that is. Yeah, well, I guess that speaks for. There you go. But 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 for the most part, <laughs> you got ET that he's done. Yeah, and everyone knows ET. Yeah, I mean, think of. I mean, he d- he's definitely no one-trick pony either. The fact that he can write so well for a, a sci-fi epic genres. and then a wizarding our world pirate, sort of thing, and then pirates, and yeah. then somehow perfectly nailed the feeling of what a revitalized dinosaur theme park would sound <laughs> like. <laughs> like that takes yeah. some pretty impressive skill. Yeah, <laughs> incredible. I want to talk real quick. Underrated movie scores. Uh. In your mind, that have been kind of overlooked and forgotten, and how powerful or uh, you know evocative they are. I think I, I mm, I'm going to say this. I don't actually think this is underrated for the people who know it, mm. but I do think it's something that should maybe be more in the mainstream. Mm, I don't know. You tell me what you guys think. Okay. This definitely should be mentioned somewhere in the episode, so I'll mention it here. Right. Um, but basically, anything in a Miyazaki movie. Okay, I um, I'm gonna bring him up in a big deal later. Joe Hisaishi, <laughs> yes, he is the writer. Yeah, of all and of he was, and he. If we were gonna talk about, if we were gonna talk about specific composers, I'm he was on my list up. for that. Yeah. Um, uh, I was gonna bring up Mamoru actually, Fujisawa. Is his real name? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Joe Hisaishi is just yeah. his. Yeah. Um, I, so we'll, we'll we'll put a pin in that. Yeah, but underrated scores. I was going to say Spirited Away. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we won't put a pin in it. We will. We'll come. Well, no, we'll we'll, we'll come back to when we talk about composers. Okay. Well, yes, it should be talked about more. Absolutely, <laughs> unreal. Um, I'll kind of just give you my favorite ones that besides the one we already said. Yeah, that's fair. Um, first off, Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody knows that song. Let me try and whistle. 
wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, everybody it knows is that. Western. That but, like, is yeah. immediately, I'm in the That's East. been parodied so it many times. It epitomized a Western song. It's true. Yeah. It really did. Yeah. And oh, my gosh. There's an episode of Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. And yeah. Morricone. I think there's an episode of Jimmy Neutron where they do that one. And I think Sheen is like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> well, also, the... Um, <laughs> I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the, what he the does. The Gorilla song, Clint Eastwood, starts out with, uh, like, oh, yeah, the... Yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. But the beginning of that... happened! <laughs> no, but the beginning, it's on a little... What do you call that? Where you blow into it and play it? Like, it's a... Uh, any instrument. Melodic. No, stop. <laughs> Woodwind? Uh, no, you blow into stop. it. <laughs> Shut up. You can't blow into a guitar, you idiot. I know. Okay. It's a melodica. Most melodic instruments. Yeah. I think most instruments you do actually blow in. If I had to, No, that's not true. We got strings. I like all strings. <laughs> One would say I blow. One would say I do blow the drug. <laughs> what else? They'd be wrong, but they could say it. Um, let's see. I'm a very big fan of the Arrival soundtrack. It's oh. just oh yeah 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 really cool. I think it's so cool. It's a lot of it's just noises. It is really, yeah. but it fits so incredibly well. Mm-hmm. And the the genius that went behind it, uh, Johan Johansson, who composed it, he wanted to use all like vocal things and linguistic things and play with like syllables so cool. and consonants mm-hmm. and how he did that. It's like how could you that have not won an Academy Award? It's that so was cool. so mm-hmm. amazing yeah. how he did that. It is mm-hmm. one of. Okay, I don't usually look up movie scores and listen to them while I'm like working or something. Yeah. But that is one that I did. You like, just I listened just, to the whole album. I go. just listened to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, totally. A, a few others. The Insidious. Oh, songs, great! Th- this terrifying violin so, is mm-hmm. horrifying. And the piano, the brrrr, yeah, it's like the yeah, that's really cool. It's very scary. Yeah. Um, the Village. Oh. Guys, The Village oh, has dude. such a good soundtrack. You're right. And I talk about this all the time. The violin in it is beautiful. Yeah, huh. you're right. There are some That definitely can get some good emotion. I remember yeah. um, the music, particularly at one point when uh, the Beast thing, whatever, they, whatever it is, yeah. um, is like outside. And he, uh, Joaquin Phoenix grabs yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard's hand. And when he grabs her hand, the music at that point, very cool because they had been cool. talking about like why doesn't he touch you you know that's a great movie <laughs> Over, yeah we don't want to talk about freaking underrated movies yeah i think i think that it didn't, one doesn't, doesn't get, get the credit love. it deserves yeah it's so good for some reason i don't know and i people even, didn't like it i feel like when it came out they like talked crap on it. i was like yeah i even grew up thinking it wasn't good because i hadn't seen it but people were like oh the village. People, people wanted it to be like this super scary monster movie and it was in its own right but it was much more than that yeah and i mean yeah. it's it's not Signs or Sixth Sense, Mm-mm. which I like. The Those best. are pretty much untouchable for me. <laughs> but Village <laughs> is really good. It's a good really movie, too. And I love its music. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah. You had a lot of good ones, Jay. Um, and oh, more. No, I'm that's sorry, that's actually, actually it, actually. Okay. Um, I'm going to save the other one for later. Okay. okay. The yeah. one that I want to mention and bring up, just because of its, I think it's influence, and you guys are going to give me crap for it. Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Oh. Absolutely. Blade Runner is really good. <laughs> because yeah. well, I actually can't comment. I haven't seen it. So, it's so the, the composer is Vangelis, and he did the soundtrack for Chariots of Fire. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Right. Interesting fact, he doesn't know how to read music. He just plays by ear, which is really cool. But he wrote that soundtrack after he had done his work on Chariots of Fire. But I feel like the really cool thing is he he was really, his sound is so like clearly his, like with the really like almost really futuristic keyboards and the really sharp kind of cutting 
synthetic horns and sounds and stuff. And I feel like what he did for sci-fi film, as far as music goes, and it came out after Star Wars, and it wasn't Star Warsy at all, the, the right. theme song, is it took the kind of cheesy 1950s, 60s, 70s sci-fi keyboard dumb music and took it to a more professional level while mm-hmm. still being mm-hmm. in that sci-fi kind of vibe. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think it's forgotten way too often and it's, it's so really good. it's responsible for a lot of modern sci-fi sounds um that have come since but i i love that soundtrack and i listen like what you say with arrival it's one of the ones that i can just plug in and listen to and i i forgot to say one but i'm hoping you'll say it so we'll find okay. out we'll come back to that um okay well I, I we've touched on a lot of um music and we've touched on a lot of themes but i want to talk about what are some of your favorite themes so individual kind of hooks okay from scores i'm gonna go back to star wars Let's go uh, Duel of the Fates. Yeah. I think, Fates. honestly, dude, Duel I think, and this, is I might fave? get fucked for this. This is, I think this is the best piece from Star Wars. Really? Ooh. I do. What? Honestly, the, I, I'm I, not going to argue, but I'm not going to be like, yeah. Like, yeah. like, I, I love it so much that I can't fight you. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. though I, somewhere in me kind of wants to. Same. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But, it, but it is that. And amazing. I, I think it's, it's paired with, in my opinion, let me think about this before I say this, because I'm not a fan of overstatement. <laughs> so I, I, I'll modify. Okay. One of the best scenes in all of Star Wars. The, the, the okay. fight with Qui-Gon and, Obi- and yeah. Obi-Wan and yeah. Darth Maul. Yeah. I think Darth it's, Maul is, is the coolest villain from the prequels. Really, it, it is the redeeming moment Yeah. from, I, I will say, the prequels. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, honestly, people give Episode the prequels Episode one fuck. is overhated. It is overhated. Absolutely. It is. One is overhated. You know what? It's because of Jar Jar, who's mm-hmm. hateful. If you could take Jar Jar out, it would be such a good movie. Yeah, and let, let's if, you, if you could take Jar Jar out and the weird Trade Federation aliens, yeah. Yeah. and that's, just that's, just make them a little more menacing, less less racist. racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we can shift the hate from Episode One a little more onto Episode Two, Episode Absolutely. Two deserves more I don't hate like than do Episode One. I'm I not think. a big fan of Episode Two because let's be honest, Hayden Christensen. And Natalie Portman have no chemistry. They have no chemistry. Yeah. And then, however, Across the Stars is one that I also want to mention. Their theme yeah. is beautiful. It is. It is. Dun, dun, well, here's the thing. Dun, dun, in, in, these, dun, 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 yeah. in these early prequels. That on classical guitar is amazing. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Uh, uh, across the prequels, I think so much of the saving grace is the music. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, okay, this makes this scene more epic or it makes yeah. it more yeah. emotional. Whereas otherwise, this acting is just yeah. vomitable. I mean, I'm going to be real. The oh. only prequel that I don't like is episode two. Yeah. I think sure. episode one and episode three are great. I agree. Yeah. And Duel of the Fates, um, I, as, I'm, as I'm thinking through it, like that's the most, that's a, the only really memorable vocal performance in Star, in Wars, Star Wars for me. Yeah. And it is so... I know we've said this a lot, but it's so epic. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing I notice about that and thinking about it. There's like three distinct, I feel, like moments. You have the... Yeah. And that almost works out on its own. Yeah. Then you have the... And then you have the... Yeah. You have these three moments that work beautifully, but you could separate them and use them in different moments and it would still work. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's so... Amazing. And, I mean, then we do have Liam Neeson and, and Ewan McGregor there. Yeah. So we have, we, it's really hard to separate music from what it accompanies. Mm-hmm. Like they had in speech yeah. and, and that ride and yeah. just being introduced to the Golden Hall and Two Towers yeah. and, and hearing that very melancholy violin. music. Yes, mm-hmm. um, yeah. the violin 
for for Rohan. Yeah, I and think I think I think melancholy touches yeah. on Jay. What you're going to touch on that as far as themes go. Is that the one you were going to touch on Rohan's? Theme? Rohan is one of my favorite themes of all time, and mm-hmm. I, I still listen to it all time. Yeah, I just want to share a quick memory of mm-hmm. when I was a child, the fight with Darth Maul. I was, how old were we? Like six? It came out in like 1999. Like seven? Right? Was it 99? I thought it was 95 or 98. No, no, no. 98. It's 99. I feel like, I think it might be 99. Yeah. I know that episode two came out in 2001. 2001. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, was, it yeah. came out on my eighth birthday and I had strep and I couldn't <laughs> go. I remember being really little really and watching sad. it 99. in theaters. 99. Theaters. Okay. Yeah. That fight genuinely got to me and i was little yeah. but i hated darth maul i mean <laughs> because he was such a good bad guy and i hated the way he was a dirty fighter yeah. like i hated that he was like kicking and like yeah but and like when he when he like showers those sparks down on him <laughs> yeah, dude water, just mocking him he was a dirty <laughs> fighter and it bothered <laughs> oh, me he's such a good bad guy he's gnarly man yeah so much better than Count Dooku. Although I don't want to say anything bad about Christopher, Christopher Lee. Christopher <laughs> Lee is one of my favorite he is, actors of all time. He is he is amazing. He was the best Dracula. But as far as Sith go, <laughs> Darth Maul is way cooler. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. um, however, when we see Yoda fight for the first time. That was really cool. I mean, that's that's the redemption for Pe- episode two. People screamed. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Oh my gosh. Do you remember in that trailer? I remember the trailer was saying oh, something true. like 800 years old or 400 years old or whatever it is and going through this. And then we just see a little bit. We just hear a little Yoda <laughs> scream and then flipping around and spinning. And oh, really That's freaking so cool. cool. But Duel of the Fates yeah. and Across the Stars for me, both. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about Luke's theme and, and I don't think episode seven gave us something they, that they ha- much. They have worth. Ray's theme. They I have think Ray's new... theme. I think Ray's theme is the is really good. the good one it, from that. because it captures kind of this scavengery on the hunt sort of. It's it's a it's a good intro. Innocence, curiosity about the world. Yeah. Naivete. <laughs> Naivete. Um, but I want to. What's your yeah, theme? My on. theme for me, I mean, Lord of the Rings has so many, but for me, the theme that I think is just the coolest is the Rings theme. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That just the violin is weeping, you know. And for me, when especially at first when you see the ring fall, just yeah. suck to the ground. But they were all of them. Deceived. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I want to. Such a melancholy, powerful moment that is just. It's like Howard Shore. How did you do yeah. it, man? Yeah. It, it's Howie. like he was able to capture just like the menace. history. Yes. Yeah. He know? was able to capture the menace and the the hatred and the all this in a ring in a yeah. song. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like how, how can you contain all that? And you did yeah. in one melody. Yeah. Um, also, of course, we mentioned it. The 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 ones two ones other ones I want to mention just because of their significance. Indiana Jones. Yeah. And his, just his kind of fun march, his Nazi punching. That's so significant for adventure films. Yeah. Um, And you mentioned it, Halloween. Yeah, I was going to say that, actually. I was going to say that is one of my favorite themes. Uh, Because, and I I guess we'll we'll transition into that, unless there's any more themes you kind of want to bring up. No, I'm, I'm, again, pretty much mostly Star Wars. Yeah, (laughs) same. Um, But for me, I guess... Oh, oh, oh! Hit me with one more thing. James Bond. How do we? Oh, holy James cow! Bond? I'm sorry. The yeah. Doctor No song. My apologies. The, the boom, theme song. Boom, yeah, boom. yeah. Dun, 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 dun. When we hear that for the first time at the end of Casino Royale, too. Cool. 
Ooh. <laughs> so cool. Mm-hmm. After he shoots Mr. White in the leg. Yeah. Holy cow. Because we hadn't heard it the whole time. We're waiting for it. Yeah. That's, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. James Bond, dude. Um, but kind of going back to Halloween. It's, it's honestly, it's so simple. But, like, it's repetitiveness and, like, just the, I don't know. It's eerie. It's so scary. And, like, when you think of the holiday Halloween, that song pops into your head Mm -hmm. (laughs) for some reason. Oh, yeah. Well, and I guess I want to talk about kind of the influence of music. Just briefly touch on influence. Before that. Oh, yeah. As we're talking about themes. Okay. um, I think sort of as a separate necessary to mention with James Bond the themes for each movie. Yeah. I think that's the, one of the coolest things but that's been done with any sort of franchise is basically having the stars of the day make these themes for these movies. And it's it's a it's a song, it's not an it's not an instrumental theme, but looking at some of these themes from James Bond, they're really cool and I think it's kind of carved out a unique little niche where there, you know, there are songs and there are themes, but then there are James Bond themes, mm-hmm. and that's its own little category. Yeah. You know, in, in and TV shows so that cool. do like puns on James Bond themes or a, yeah. a spy episode, it's like okay, yeah. that's clearly either Mission Impossible, yeah. but mostly James Bond. Yeah, yeah, it is it that, is and and you know, looking at some of those are great. So, I mean, Skyfall mm-hmm. was won an Oscar. Um, Writings on the Wall by Sam Smith won an Oscar, mm-hmm. and. You know, they they do good things. Chris Cornell's is amazing. That should win all of the Oscars. Also, <laughs> I don't know if... I don't remember if this has been mentioned before. If it hasn't been mentioned before, we have some apologizing to do. But Tom Jones <laughs> and Thunderball, <laughs> the best theme we're oh ever going to see out of James Bond. And this is going to turn into a Tom Jones appreciation <laughs> podcast <laughs> because no. of everything he's done for us. Because the Duck Dodgers theme... <laughs> Also, guys, Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's New Groove. Tom Jones is the king of themes. He's a good I'm gonna theme say it. writer. <laughs> and if you think, who is Tom Jones? If you've seen Fresh, Pri- Fre- Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, you have heard Tom Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Carlton dances Carlton to him all the time. Jones. Yeah. Oh, I'm my afraid favorite, I relate too much to Carlton. <laughs> my favorite James Bond theme is Living Daylights. Yeah. Which surprises me a little bit. I, I don't know why. Yeah. I love it, though. Oh. Is that the AHA one or... Which one? No, is that? that's that's no, it's that's uh, garbage. Oh, it's no, that's, that's not garbage. As well. Garbage was Dying um, di- uh, no, it was no. the world is not enough. That's right. Enough. I'm sorry. No. Who uh, does Duran Duran? Oh, that is Duran. No, that's View to a Kill. Oh, that's <laughs> no, it's Aha. Yeah, it's Aha. It is Aha. Sorry, <laughs> I, I was getting I was getting View to a Kill and Dan- yeah, View to a Kill is one of my favorites. They're like the same era. They're yeah, like the yeah. same band. Also, Shirley Bassey did like four of them. She did Goldfinger, which was yeah. That's kind of like the next classic one beneath just the regular theme. I think yeah. Goldfinger is mm-hmm. definitely worth mentioning. Oh, it's up there. Um, She's Welsh. Shirley Bassey. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. I, um, I was still Tom, alive you, also. You Tom you know. Jones is, is perfect. <laughs> is an American. Isn't he like Welsh or something like that? No, no. way. I'm pretty sure he's American. He no, he's not American. He's not American. Look I'm it up. Sure he's not. I'm pretty. You got to look that up. I think he's quick. Welsh. If I'm being honest, that's worth mentioning because <laughs> Tom Jones is my idol. <laughs> Eli has an affinity for Tom Jones that we're not. Sh- oh my gosh, Jason is correct. Welsh singer. <gasps> Holy Tom <cow>. Jones is <laughs> freaking Welsh dogs. Oh my gosh, <laughs> gross. Wow, they had quite uh, this this reserve of of Welsh talent yeah. that they use for their they themes. Because Thunderball's early. Th- Thunderball's a, a Sean Connery Bond. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's that's good. one of the earliest ones we have. So, yeah. um, but just had to mention. James yeah, Bond. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up Tom. Uh, as far as um, just the impact that 
I guess music has had on on film and especially on nerdy film and on, on mm-hmm. the different kind of genres and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest one that comes to mind is is horror. Is so mm-hmm. uh, it, it just brings up such an emotion and such a, a mood that yeah. is so clearly horror. And I think of Halloween, I think of Exorcist, and I think of this high piano, this whatever, and then you have the, the, the violins, shrill violins. Like, well, there's like an instrument that's like the water yeah. something. Yeah, there are, there are weird sounds introduced uh, in soundtracks I'm going to look it up, but it's this weird, weird instruments it's that weird make instrument. scary sounds. Yeah, it's, it's horrifying. Yeah. Mm. Um, but th- but the, the hor- horror's, I guess, impact has been so big and so significant. And I think of Psycho and the way that it... Because I looked up a lot of best soundtracks of all time and psycho was was on was number two number three sometimes it was number one just mm-hmm. because of the water phone because of the <laughs> exactly. yeah. yeah yeah and totally. honestly for me one of my most the most listened movie soundtrack for me is it follows oh my gosh so good it and is outstanding yeah. and that was and that was like in my mind when i hear it that's like a really cool mixture of almost taking sci-fi elements of, of just of soundtracks go mm-hmm. and bringing it into a horror film because yeah. you got this really cool keyboard that's like wah, 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 yeah. right to me it's like right am i right to <laughs> me it, it, it is validate like me perfect horror music like if perfect 80s horror music yeah. for the modern age yeah so it's like if you were to make an 80s horror movie today that is how you do it. Disaster yeah. piece killed it. They did. Yeah, maybe not sci-fi, piece. but like eighties horror. Because okay, I think maybe, that's a distinction. Yeah. And I, they, yeah. the synth-y they use the same keyboards. Eighties is synth. Totally synth. Listen to some of the James Bond themes from the eighties, and it still follows that name. <laughs> yeah, you do it, Gillis. Um, I don't think there's any synth. There's synth. That, that no, that's, that's horns. No, but it is it's synth horns. I promise. I promise you. You think? Absolutely. Oh, I am William Bonnet. Yeah, it's too choppy. No, I know what a natural. Staccato. <laughs> it's hard. Whatever. We'll have this conversation. Nightfall covers me. What are you doing over there? Are you singing beautiful? Trying to trying to pick trying up to, the synth. Trying to get us sued. <laughs> um, hey Duran Duran, we love your stuff. Don't sue us, please. <laughs> I bet um, they wouldn't even supposed to be like their dumb producer, whoever owns their licensing stuff. Some guys just look. If we out. sung a Taylor Swift song, she would sue us. Oh, yeah, she would. Yeah. She's so vindictive. Everybody. She's awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, horror music. Yeah, like, guys, <laughs> so important. Oh my goodness. Okay, next. <laughs> yeah, uh, for me that was the only, only no, thing I wanted to bring. You said up. what you wanted to say. Horror music. Okay, uh, I want to touch on some prolific um, composers. And, I mean, we've already pretty thoroughly discussed yeah. John Williams. John Williams. I want to bring, and we, we discussed Hans Zimmer as well. Yeah. Um, so, Joe Hisaishi. Joe Hisaishi, yeah. His... Mamoru Fujisawa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the layman who doesn't know, who don't know his real name. Um, he is one of my favorite, I mean, as far as favorites go, not best, but favorites, he is like my favorite composer just because his theme from um, Princess Mononoke and oh, from Princess Spirit Mononoke, yeah. that is like epic. That for me, that, that captured a lot of, of almost like Lord of the Ringsy themes mm. for me with, mm-hmm. I don't know, there's a epic quality. I, I think Miyazaki and uh, accompanied with um, Hirosawa, mm-hmm. is that what it was? Hisashi. Hisashi. You can just call him Hiro- Joe. We'll just call him Joe. Joe. Yeah. Joe. Joe Man. Um, <laughs> First name basis. I think Joe, Joe <laughs> along with Miyazaki, there's a certain 
uh, I mean, it's cartoons, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's this tranquility and this peace and this stillness in some of their shots. Like, you'll have, I don't know, I feel like so many cartoons try to overstimulate. Yeah. yeah. And it's too much excitement and it's too much of one thing or another. Um, and I, maybe that's a Western thing. I'm not sure. As in the Occident, not like right, not like a Western draw. You know, no, I get yeah, you. I get high you. noon. Yeah. Um, also, I like that. That was my explanation of Western draw. High noon. Oh. Um, <laughs> he said draw. I, I got like, it. Okay. Draw. Spaghetti. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but this sort of stillness and this ability to not let there be dialogue. Maybe it's just a scene where they're sitting on a train for Scenery. a while. Yeah. And yeah. it's 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 him on his red elk, kind of just riding mm. along the mountains, and it's. It really allows you to appreciate the beauty of the art and this music. It lets you kind of focus and, and kind of take a breather mm-hmm. for a second. And I think that that's such a such an underused, underutilized in anim- tool in animation. In animation, and I want to point out. I know this doesn't have to do with music, but but somewhere I think that there is this this understanding of what stillness and silence can do mm-hmm. is Jendi Tartakovsky's mm. <laughs> work, especially oh, in Samurai man. Jack. And oh, on, one of the best themes, Samurai Jack. So good. <laughs> Will I am. Will yeah, I am. Shout out to you. you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in Samurai Jack, there's also this kind just of stillness pause. and where you just hear of footsteps yeah. and like this waiting. And I think Joe and oh, Hayo p- p- yeah. <laughs> really, really were able to do this and, Make something cool from it. Yeah, and and the thing I want to point out about uh, Joe's music that's so significant and so cool is how diverse it is. Because mm-hmm. if you listen to his first mm-hmm. the, yeah. his first soundtrack he did for Miyazaki, uh, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, mm-hmm. it is very much sci-fi and mm-hmm. it's very much synth keyboard eighties. And this was in the nineties, so he mm-hmm. elected to maybe lean more, mm-hmm. take it a, a step back, less grunge, <laughs> right? <laughs> There's no Nirvana, uh, and then he, he steps up with. Um, Howl's Moving Castle, which is more like Bavarian accordions, <laughs> yeah. waltzes, right? Mm-hmm. And then again, Spirited Away is very, I think, kind of almost this classical, innocent, kind of like we were yeah. talking about with uh, Ray's theme. Yeah. This very fantasy, yeah. but childish theme. Yeah. And then Mononoke takes that and says, okay, what if we take that fantasy theme and make it a little more mature, yeah. a little more uh, high intensity? And yeah, then again, that's I mean, Mononoke is PG 13. Right. Also, it is, <laughs> and then then you go back to yeah. Totoro, which is like even a step more innocent. Yeah, that's than... that's a, definitely a kid show. Yeah, mm-hmm. so good though. Still good. And, I like and, it. But every every <laughs> so, every soundtrack he does, it's so different, and mm-hmm. that shows his real talent that he can pull from, mm-hmm. you know, German composers and you know '80s sci-fi band. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like yeah. that shows real talent. Yeah. Um, another composer I want to bring up, just because he's more modern, but he's in a lot of things, and I think he has again a real. Uh, breadth of talent, um, Alexandra Desplat. And he has done Imitation Game. He's done stuff for Wes Anderson. He's done yeah. Harry Potter, like the last ones mm. he did, all three form. He's very talented. And I was going to mention uh, Wes Anderson's film scores because they're iconic. I, I, I feel like people know a Wes Anderson movie, not just for like yeah. the framing of each shot, but for its music. <laughs> Absolutely. It usually has great scores. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. definitely a, a, a very thematic. multi-sensual artistry yeah. about... Yeah, Wes Anderson's vibe. Totally. <laughs> um, I guess two, just two senses, but still multi. Yeah. <laughs> More than just what you say. Right. Um, I mean, as far as other composers go, do you guys have any that you want to kind of pay homage to? I wanted to talk about Joe, um, but 
I mean, if we're talking score composers, I'm not. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I don't and know. Maybe this is my my lack of understanding or, or inattention to maybe what I should have paid attention to. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not actually sure. I do need to mention anyone else. Hmm. I think John Williams is the king. <laughs> I think the, Howard Shore. Yeah, is is the next best. I think you. Can, there's a lot of heir apparent. <laughs> you could bring up, you could bring up like Thomas Newman, who's done a lot of really good work on American Beauty. He he filled out uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. You could do, um, oh gosh, Johan Johansson. We mentioned mm-hmm. him, um, but I think another cool thing is a lot of the musicians that transition into uh, making scores. You have uh, Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. You I have Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead. Mm-hmm. You have Arcade Fire who did the soundtrack to her. Mm-hmm. And their ability to be multidimensional mm-hmm. musicians I think is really cool. Um, I guess the last kind of thing I want to talk about is um, uh, soundtracks. Yeah. So Very different. Yeah. Yes. Which is basically the director or a music supervisor or whatever saying what songs can we compile that would, again, evoke, still evoke emotion. Yeah. But we're drawing from a library. Um, let's just each name one. I'll start with my favorite. Oh, Brother Where Art Thou. Oh, oh yeah. that's such a good one. Oh, Brother Where Art Thou, just because it captures this kind of dust bully early, yeah. late, early 1900s America. and, and how, But how still they were able to rewrite a lot of songs mm-hmm. and do spins on it. But then also yeah. um, do some oh, other stuff. It's awesome. amazing. I could listen awesome. to the soundtrack all day. Yeah. And the Coen brothers are very good at that. Yeah. yeah. Really good. But Oh, Brother Where Art Thou comes to mind immediately. Cool. What cool. about you? I'm not going to mention just one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I have others. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of uh, Django Unchained as well. <laughs> oh, that is a... Yeah, I mean, that's just... Quen- Quentin Tarantino. Quentin's amazing. <laughs> he, his soundtracks are so, so good, good every yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Um, kind of kind of obvious, and, and uh, I'd say the most commercial is Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and it has to be mentioned. Yeah, yeah people, that's... I don't really want to linger on it. <laughs> no. <laughs> but we, we that's definitely good. integral. Um, Baby Driver. So good. That was like the movie was yeah. the soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I haven't seen something integrated like that like, ever. Their honestly, acting went to Unless the it's beat. a musical. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say it, it flirted with being a musical in ways yeah. that was kind of yeah. cool. Um, so that absolutely, not nerdy, but Moulin Rouge. It, <laughs> yeah. it's, I mean, that's a musical, which is, yeah, yeah. is even still another different thing and not quite as nerdy. That we and haven't I, even I don't, touched on. Yeah, I don't want to have to talk about musicals because that's an entire episode's worth. Yeah. And maybe we can get into that later. Yeah. Um, but I would like to just say that I think Moulin Rouge has an awesome... Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> oh, I agree. Track. I love Moulin Rouge. And and so I good. think that, you know, a little outside of nerddom, but as we're talking about soundtracks and, and especially they took old songs and made medleys and combined and did different takes on them, which yeah. I love. The tango of Roxanne. So good. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, really, yeah. it's amazing. And the the violin in that is so evocative of emotion. Yeah. Very expressive. That's my favorite from that. Yeah. Okay. Also, something's got to give. As far oh. away from, about from nerddom as you yeah. can get. But I love Jack that. Nicholson. But I love the soundtrack. I love that movie. <laughs> the soundtrack is so good. good. Yeah. That's a great one. A lot of good French jazz. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I oh. would say uh, mine... It's going back into nerddom because it's a graphic novel, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, oh, dude, awesome. yeah, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. The world. And that's a good mixture of they br- some songs they brought to the table on their own for the movie, and some they brought in. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, either way, I'd say it's it's soundtrack it's because there. it's it's not just like an orchestral no. kind of. Yeah. It's it's tonal a band. Just, like yeah. It's, yeah, no, it's band music. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Good. So, yeah. That's awesome. Um, I, I will say Thor Ragnarok had some great moments oh, yeah. with music Led in it. Zeppelin, I know it's recent. Yeah. I think it was Anything just that Led uses Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin well, though, <laughs> I think is absolutely worth mentioning. I'm a big advocate yeah. for Zeppelin. In, in my dreams, I'm like, is there a way? There's not. But is there a way to bring any of the Led Zeppelin, Lord <laughs> of the Rings-esque songs into oh, a remake of Lord of the honestly, Rings? Honestly. Even in the trailer. Can you oh, ramble yeah. on in a trailer, yeah, or like, please, for that new Amazon? Hop. Oh, come on. Yeah. Battle of Evermore. Like, come yeah. on, let's do something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Just we'll for a trailer. Write, we'll, we'll write to Jeff. Yeah. Jeff <laughs> yeah. Bezos and uh, yeah. see what's um, Hey, Jeff. What's up? Uh, one Jeff, thing I, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> maybe consider. I love how we assume all these huge names. Know, like, it doesn't even have to be in the episode. Really, if you include Ramble On in the trailer, yeah. all I need is one pan shot yeah, yeah, yeah. of them walking, and if you do Ramble On, really sets the tone for the kind of uh, yeah. series I can see you making. <laughs> And, uh, yeah. I don't know. We could talk at length about this, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. We'll this, talk, means Jeff. Little, this means a lot to us. We'll be I'll have my people that. call your people, <laughs> Which is, your people is just me and Jason. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we mentioned Wes Anderson. He's got some great ones. Royal Tenenbaums, you know, all that. And one. I love that somehow he got the idea to have Portuguese David Bowie. <laughs> yes, Sao Jorge. The guy so is funny. so good. Oh. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I want to mention, you guys might get mad at me for this. I oh. love their soundtracks. I'm going to get so mad. Twilight soundtracks was, are so yeah, good. I, I'm not gonna. I, fight that. I, I don't. I don't think they're that good. No, they're so. I, well, here's the thing. It's I just it's cool. A, it's hip a. Hip it is music. I think it's, it's unique though, in the sense that the score is, in a lot of cases, them reaching out to bands to write like just a straight up song for a movie, not like a mm-hmm. score, but like a singing song for a movie, which I think is unique. And I think that's significant. I think, I think it was a little bit ruined for me. I haven't seen a single one of the films. Oh yeah, my gosh. You don't you know, need to. But hang on. <laughs> I have seen the riff tracks. <laughs> that's And I think that's what ruined it for me. The most accurate, like the riff tracks are more accurate than the movie. That it's so true. And watching the riff tracks and he just says, he mentions at one point the trashy Euro beats. <laughs> that's literally all I all can, you hear can hear now that I see Even anything Twilight. Song, it's like, yeah, it's the, it's the trashy Euro beat. But uh, I, I like those the theme songs. The, are those, uh, the movies are trash. I don't the, want to end on the that. Soundtracks. The, the music is good. Though. No, I don't we won't. Want to end but let's... let's <laughs> the music is good. We'll come full circle. Because it's bands that you like that make music. Let's, trashy Euro let's end bands. that talk. <laughs> yeah, Jared, I want to end on, the, on a last thing. We've talked a little Star bit about Wars. it. Star Wars, again. John Williams, <laughs> No, <again. laughs> We could. Uh, but I want to say, for you guys, what instrument or sound or yeah. whatever... It is the most powerful or emotional for you. I've actually thought about this, but mm-hmm. prior to this to this recording, I think that the violin uh, yeah. can withdraw the most emotion yeah. from me. Hmm. Absolutely, for you as well, Jay. The, the violin makes me my heart cry. Yeah, hmm. yeah, absolutely. For me, it it, it always comes it's down. followed by piano for me. Though. Oh yeah, hmm. yeah. For me, it comes to choirs. Cho- choral um, arrangements for me are the most. Just I think of Lord of the Rings, and I think of. When they Do come out the of fates. them, <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you shoot, go. I had one more soundtrack. Sorry, keep talking about but, this. But yeah, I was just gonna say um, when they come out of the mines of Moria, mm. and you have that high like choir boy, mm-hmm. and they're all weeping on the rocks. Yeah, I weep on the rocks, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know it's interesting you mentioned that because I frequent uh, Gregorian chants. I it's really, true, you do. I really enjoy I listening to Gregorian chants. See, and I, I, I listen to choral music. Yeah. Like, that's my job. I, love I think, it. I think violin though. Um, Definitely, I would say most passionate. Um, and I will bring up again the the tango Roxanne from 
Moulin Rouge. Mm-hmm. The violin in that mm. really highlights this sort of descent yeah. into this passion. And, oh, I, I, that is, I mean, it's one of the only violin th- moments that I've found I can headbang to, first of all. <laughs> And that's yeah. when Ewan McGregor comes in with his verse, and it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that's the thing. Yeah, you have this whole build up, and then Ewan McGregor comes in with that big note. Yeah. By the way, Ewan, good. Job. Thanks for doing what you do, you, On, you man, man, you champ. Ugh. If Ewan McGregor walked through that blanket door that we have set up right now, yeah. I would careful weep on his feet. Okay, good. Yeah. I would bathe his feet with my tears. That is yeah. interesting. I. Uh, <laughs> I but I, I, violin, um, mm. I think it definitely captures, again, what we've said, the yeah. melancholy, the sadness, the passion, the joy. It does. A good yeah. range of human emotion. Really yeah. interesting that it's that. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, also, the harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, The <Yeah>. harmonica. <laughs> harmonica, the harmonica. The harmonica. The armoire. Any, bang the doors. Any the movie experience. with the kazoo. <laughs> Is a good movie. I okay. guarantee Wes Anderson has multiple kazoos. Dang, I said that as a joke, a, 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 but then I really... A chorus <laughs> of kazoos. Seaside yeah. Rendezvous by Queen has some really good kazoo. You have played that for me, yeah. Yeah. That's a good song. Yeah. Um, but a, a soundtrack that I forgot to mention that I oh, want to... We'll end it on this note. Happy Feet. Oh, I'm so glad not you said that. You said it. We're not ending on Are you kidding, guys? Okay, you got the Beach Boys. It's great. You got KD Lang. Okay, the soundtrack. <laughs> That's fine. That's Check a good soundtrack. It's a really good soundtrack. It's a good man. soundtrack. You got Robin Williams singing My Way in Spanish. Yeah. That is all, all you need to hear. What, what, how am I supposed to respond to that? Um, with your applause and admiration. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well um, done. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes. Yeah. Thanks everybody this has been a, a a doozy of an episode a lengthy one but sure has we're glad you made it we love music we yeah, can go on I'm proud of you guys and yeah. we will go on in and fact. we will john williams <laughs> two hours here we go no um <laughs> thank you so much for joining us guys we're gonna end with a little we're gonna end with an unrelated 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 Unrelated, unrelated, bro. I know. I, 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 it's like the end, and then there's this little tag <laughs> at the end. Tag. Uh, fam, you still talking? Fam, <laughs> team, unrelated. Uh, give me some other unrelated. words. Unrelated. It's quite the tag. <laughs> Homeboy. Home it's a breakdown. Then we bring it back. Unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. Um, Shoot. Who would you rather? A whole minute. Who would you rather have be a personal stylist? Cinna from the Hunger Games um, or Iron Man. Not Robert Downey Jr., bear in mind. Iron did you just come up with that? Did you like forget or something? No, or Tony just... Stark. I forgot what Tony Stark's name was. And I was like, that's not Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man's what? Tony Stark. It just came to me. Tony Cina, Stark. I don't, yeah. No, I don't. Tony Stark or Cinna. So I either... Personal stylist? Yeah. I end up Are you kidding? Lenny Kravitz? Today. If I can have Lenny Kravitz. I'm talking right now. you got to go to work in the things that he dresses you in. Well, he'll dress me for the occasion. I don't think he's going to give me this big the flaming future. tie. Tony Stark will give me a goatee, and I don't know yeah, if I can do that. Yeah, and a band t-shirt. <laughs> Which actually, like, you know, I, I'm cool with wearing a band t-shirt and a blazer. Like, that's fine. Yeah, I, don't know, I, I thought you'd go for this, Senate will make a yeah. statement. And he can, he'll, it'll fit right. Here's the thing. I feel like he just has way I think more he skill. he might put a little makeup on you, though. Are Here's you okay with that? No, if he I... knows where I'm going. <laughs> I'm not, I don't have to appeal yeah, but to he, the capital. Here's the thing. Well, okay. If I tell Sina, like, what I like to wear, like, if I show him, 
I think he would work around it and make he'd it look He would be way good. more respectful. Because, like, I think I'd probably dress more like Cena than... Than RDJ. Than RDJ. Yeah. And and Tony Stark would force you to wear whatever he yeah, wears. He'd be like, like, no, we're doing he's this. He's not going to work with you. No, he's just going to be like, not. no, you're an idiot. Just, you yeah. know, put on the suit. Okay. Yeah. So two Cenas. I go, I go yeah. Tony. More you practical. Mm. It is more practical. Like, it's easier. Yeah. Basics. And, like, whatever. it still, like, looks good. Yeah. 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 Tony wears what he wants because he's rich, but he's not a he's not a style icon. No, he's <laughs> not. But out of the Avengers, I'd say he probably is. Sin is weird enough um, to work. For I don't me. know. He's got the Dude, best style. I think Thor has really good style. He's wearing. He's like, got like that Asgardian robe. It's sick. Okay. He's he like, like he looks Wolverine. good. Like, him? No, I'm sorry. Him at the beginning of Avengers two. I don't remember. Hell, he's wearing this really cool like maroon coat <laughs> thing. Oh. He looks really good. I can't. Oh, I dare oh. you guys need to look it up and realize <laughs> it up. how handsome Thor is. I'm just I, thinking we, of him and realize that I mean, that's in, not in a Ragnarok. How like if dresses. it was if it was like Thor in Ragnarok and Loki, I'd have Loki. Like oh, Loki like, actually dresses really. But that's well. but that's a related. That's an unrelated related. Is it? If I was gonna say Thor and Loki, who would you rather have dress you? Well, yeah, um, but you didn't. I mean, yeah. now I know, we're, I'm just we're branching out because you yeah. said the Avengers. You said Tony. Okay, right. and I, yeah, I still yeah. I would say. disagree. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, everybody, thank you for joining us. Um, follow us on all forms of social media, please: Facebook and Instagram. Leave us a review. Every fan for himself. Drop some stars on that. If page. you're liking it, look, I know some some friends and family who are actually close to us, who, who we know by name. That listen to this and haven't, haven't left reviewed. us a review? Yeah. Guys, why are you why are you like this? Why wouldn't you choose to support us? Why? And if we have some fans who don't know us, I would like why to... are you like this? Why haven't you, you left getting us a review? accusatory? I no, I just I'm just uh hurt. I'm just hungry and vain. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I need you to know that I love you. Okay. First I need off, you to not know. you. Oh Jaren. I love you. I'm just Attaboy. kidding. I need I'm talking to know to... that I love you more than Jason loves you. I'm talking to I the fans right now. I'm talking to the fans. I love Shut you. Shut up, Eli. Okay? Not as much as I I do. really care about you. He does. I care about your well-being. I He's want you pandering. to have a good job. I want you to have a good night's sleep. And if you're not having a good night's sleep, let me know. I'll bring you some chamomile tea. If you're not having a good night's sleep, go to uh, listen to some of our earlier stuff. It might put you right to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> episode one will conk you out. <laughs> and oh, boy. Maybe this episode is long. <laughs> I know this is a, this is I think our longest. It's not. We'll give see how me a five stars. Really? Give me five stars. No. Okay. On this is Black Mirror. They can't do that. Put five stars on there and then say Jason sent me. No 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 no. Oh, it makes you think you deserve okay, the okay. five. Okay. <laughs> Over us. Okay. Here's the thing, listeners. And what do we got? End it on this note. I need you to review and say your favorite host. <laughs> don't oh, actually. I just don't, kidding. I, don't that would so. shatter. Me. I really. Th- I think it's Jason because I. It is. He's yeah. the funniest. No guys. I'm pretty sure both my wife and my mother-in-law enjoy listening to Jason. Him the most. Yeah. I, I'm my a, wife after I was like, "What?" She was like, "No, like you're funny." He's the funniest. Here's the thing: you talk I'm the not most, that great, and I'm the most boring. I'm not that I great. I don't think I talk the most. Mm, you yeah. say that just because the horror episode. I don't think I talk the most. I'm pretty great over airwaves, but in person, you'd be disappointed. All right, okay. <laughs> trust me. Let's keep the let's keep the magic alive. <laughs> <laughs> let's keep this delusion. The illusion. Going. Yeah, yeah we, we can't. Uh, oh gosh. Thank you so I much. The fact that I, okay, I take it back. I take it back. Eli okay. gives such quality content every single day. Jaren gives such good insights to the world that we live in. Oh my gosh, what a guy. Wow. What's There's wrong? a reason he's everyone's favorite. He's our favorite. <laughs> gosh, and we're over here <laughs> throwing shade at each other. Jason brings it home. Uh, I'm Jaren Jolly. I'm Eli Webb. I'm Jason Kenny. Have a good one. Bye.